is to talk about perhaps the most significant theological writing in the New Testament, a theological writing that has had tremendous influence uh, upon the whole history of Christian theology, and more important than that, upon Christian life. The purpose of this introductory talk is twofold. First of all, I want to provide you with an overview of Paul's letter to the Romans. And then secondly, I want to discuss what I call the occasion of the letter. That is to say, what was the occasion that sparked the writing of this letter? What was Paul's purpose in writing this letter? First of all, let's talk briefly about the structure of the letter. Like all of Paul's letters, it begins with an introductory section that is traditionally called the letter opening. This, in fact, is the first 17 verses. We're going to come back to these verses in future lectures. But in these introductory verses, what Paul does is to introduce himself to the community at Rome. He prays for them. He gives a thanksgiving and most importantly, as we will see, he will announce what is the theme of the letter. The motif that runs throughout the letter, the theme of God's own righteousness, a topic to which we will return. The letter also has a closing. It's a rather long letter closing. We are also going to come back to this. It begins in chapter 15 verse 14, and then goes to the end of the letter, chapter 16, verse 27. This letter closing, as we will see, is very important for determining what is the occasion of the letter. The rest of the letter is the body of the letter. And the way in which I have divided the body of the letter is into five parts. The first part is found in chapter 1, verse 18. It continues all the way through chapter 3, verse 20. So chapter 1, verse 18, all the way through chapter 3, verse 20. And I call this part of the letter, Gentiles and Jews in light of God's wrath. In fact, what Paul is doing is this. He's trying to say, what does the human situation look like when you view the human situation from the point of view of the gospel? That is to say, from the point of view of God. Here, he will draw a rather dire picture of the human situation, and in fact, it is a description of humanity apart from God, what later theology then called original sin. The second major part of the letter begins in chapter 3, verse 21, and it continues to chapter 4, verse 25. Chapter 3, verse 21 through chapter 4, verse 25. And it is called Gentiles and Jews in light of God's righteousness. In other words, in the first part of the letter, what Paul does is to describe the human situation 
apart from God, that is to say, under God's wrath. Now, in the second part of the letter, what he does is to describe the human situation when human beings are reconciled to God. So, the human situation of both Gentiles and Jews in light of God's righteousness. The third part of the letter is found in chapters 5 through 8. Chapters 5 through 8. Now, this part of the letter is traditionally viewed as the heart of the letter. Here, Paul's major theological themes come to bear. I call this third part of the letter the experience of salvation in light of God's righteousness. The experience of salvation in light of God's righteousness. So, in the first part of the letter...